We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live. It's a new week, which means right now, yep. live on your Twitter feed is the Monday morning edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. My name is Rob Dosh. That gentleman you see there with me wearing, what is that, a Brooklyn Dodgers hat today? What do we got? I don't even know what this is, but I like it. I like the hat. It's a nice um, hat. It is a nice hat. Although, you know what? What am I doing? Why would I switch it up? I mean, seriously, like the cow hat has to stay on. So I don't know what I was thinking there. Horrible decision by you. Like really bad decision. Horrible decision. I know. Um, hopefully, Dude, hopefully, what I that think- means is that all of my bad betting juju yeah. is yeah. going to be transferred to you now. No, I, I think you need like a haircut or something. You have to mix it up. Like have your wife, have Gabrielle just give you a haircut or something. Do something. Uh, no, you don't know what, what I'm going to do. I've, I've, I'm banning myself yeah. from making any picks today for one day, one day off for, for a month. No, just do <laughs> one day off. One day. We'll see what happens. I'm ban- I'm not allowed to make any picks. I'll, I'll give analysis. I'll say how I think a game is going to play. And then I'm not making a single pick today. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's probably happy about that. Or, you know, I'm. So far, for the last 16 days, yes, I have been a cash cow for people that just fade everything that I say. If you go against every single thing that I say, that I say, and every pick that I make, yeah. you'll make yourself a lot of money. Um, all right, before we get into today's slate, I do just want to touch on something real quick because I think that it is uh, probably the biggest talking point coming out of Sunday's college basketball action, and that's that Michigan State sucks. They're very bad. They got they got worked over again. Um, now lost three straight. They are two and six in the Big Ten. They're eight and six overall. They yep. still have a massive problem at the point guard spot. They still have a massive problem at the five. Jeffrey, is this the year that Tom Izzo misses the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I mean, I, I listen. The only thing is, if they can get going, they're going to have enough opportunities in the Big Ten. That's the only saving grace right now for Michigan State. Is like if they were in a different league. You would say no shot just because they don't have any any resume opportunities. They're going to have plenty of resume opportunities. The, the problem is, like, who are they beating other than Northwestern, you know, Nebraska, and maybe Penn State? I'm not even sure they're beating Penn State these days, the way they're playing. I mean, they, their point guard play, it just shows you, honestly, and, and this is what I've always said, like, if you don't have good point guard play, you got no shot. You got no shot. If they had Cassius Winston on this team, Rob, right? Put Cassius Winston on this team 
And and what are they right now? Are they a top ten team? Well, I mean, yeah, they're a lot better. Right. Cat Swinson was a two time first team All American. Right. Uh, that was the preseason National Player of the Year last year. So yes, they would get significantly better. I don't think there's a single team in the country that wouldn't get significantly better without Cassius Winston. But and like, I'm not, but all I'm showing you is no, you're, 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 right, you're right, going right. from no point guard play to elite point guard play. All right. Let, that's probably a little bit too much, right? We don't even have to go to Cassius Winston, go to Kalen Lucas <laughs> instead of Cassius Winston. And I still say they are a top 10 ish team. Like they just, their point guard play is so is so lacking right now. I mean, they, they just don't have anybody who can make a play. You want to uh, hear you want to hear a crazy stat? Go ahead. They lead the nation right now in the percentage of uh field goals they've made that are assisted. That's a crazy stat, right? What do you mean? They they, they lead the country 9.4% of the field goals that they make are, are assisted. assisted? Yeah. They just don't make a lot of field goals. That's the yeah, problem. I mean, that's that's crazy, right? Um, I, I think a lot of that just has to do with how uh, underwhelming their offense is and the fact that um, – that oh, How do you explain that? Well, I'd like no, to hear Izzo explain that. Well, no, here's the thing. They, they don't have anybody that can kind of create shots on their own. So the problem isn't right. – the, the, so the, the answer to that question is basically the first thing that you said. Like they're not making a lot of field goals. Because they don't really have guys that can create in isolation. They have guys that are going to need someone to set it up for them. But since they don't really have anybody that can set up those shots, that's why they're scoring like 54 points against Purdue and 37 points against Rutgers. Like you can have a lot of a high percentage of your field goals can be assisted. But if you're only making like 20 shots a game, 15 shots a game, like that's you're you're not you're not having a lot. How crazy is it? Remember. When they beat Duke at Duke, we we thought this was like you know a big win at the time. You know they were doing well, and and now you're like that win means nothing. You know, like who have they beaten? I mean, you look through their resume. They, they beat they beat Rutgers too, so they have yeah. a couple of good wins. And here's the thing about it: like they get Iowa twice, they get Michigan on the last day of the regular right. season, they get uh, Ohio State again. Um, Penn State is a top thirty-five team on Kempo. I'm not sure what they are on the net. I don't have those rankings. I don't know how they beat these teams, but but yeah, they're not very good. Like that's the problem. Like they don't have great point guard play. They don't have great center play. Um, their their wings are uh, guys that like we talk about this over and over and over again. Like Aaron Henry's probably at his best if he can be like your secondary playmaker, secondary ball handler. Um, kind of like the glue guy that makes it all fit. Yeah. But if you're asking him to be the star, which is kind of what this team needs him to be, like you're running into a situation where you're putting him in a position where he's not uh, playing. He's not he's not being put in the role that is best suited to the skill set that he has, which is a problem. Very, very true. Very true. I, listen, the, the bigger question is the, the future for this program right now. And if you are uh, Amani Bates thinking about reclassifying, and trying to play next year at Michigan State, like, do you want to? Like, how are you going to look? How are you going to? Now they have a young right. I think they've signed. I'm pretty sure they've signed a pretty good point guard. Uh, yeah, they have, but there are, there are issues between that kid, like because he's at Yipsy Prep with Amani Bates, and and there Jayden uh, Atkins, Jaden Atkins. Yeah, and there are issues going on like within Sunrise. Atkins is at Sunrise. Then there's another commit 
the, that's with Amadi then. Um, yeah, I don't care about that. I care about a point guard right now more than Well, what I was going to say is there's issues going on within yep. that situation that we can talk about when it's, we're not public on a live stream. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, let's talk about tonight's college hoop slate, which is actually pretty good for a Monday. Uh, we have Louisville. Right. We have Louisville and Georgia Tech facing yeah. off at, at two o'clock in the afternoon. I like we have matter. Oklahoma and Texas Tech tipping off later tonight. Yep. Uh, Duke Miami would have been a lot more interesting if Miami didn't have like nineteen different players injured and leaving the team and kicked off the team and kicked out of the program. We have some interesting Valley action going on. Uh, UCF and Memphis is playing again, but Jeffrey. You told me off air before we got online that <laughs> your favorite bet of the day, your lock of the day, your swaction of the day is Grambling. It and really I, know, I know why now. I I, I didn't yeah. know why when you told me it, but I looked at the schedule and I know why <laughs> I now. Know what? Well, one, Mississippi Valley State is 0-14, Robert. And – uh, I'll give you the last few games they've played, okay? They've played Jackson State. They lost by uh, 50 points, 106 to 56. They lost to Prairie View A&M by 46 points, 77 to 31. And they lost to Southern by 41 points, 102 to 61. I mean, if that doesn't scream a grambling cover, I don't know what does. It's <laughs> <laughs> 23 and a half. I actually just got it at 24. I got it at 24. So it is moving. The line is going to move. Trust me. Um, yeah, but- I mean, we, we talked about this the other day. Uh, Mississippi Valley State is the first team that I can find yeah. it, that ranks dead last in Ken Palm's adjusted offensive efficiency metric and dead last in Ken Palm's adjusted defensive efficiency metric. Like, they, they might be the worst college basketball team that we've ever seen. Do you know who the coach is of Mississippi Valley State? The one and only Lindsey Hunter. That's right. That's right. What do you think about that? Uh, I think that he is uh, clearly biased. I think he's clearly um, struggling because uh, you know he's a Jackson State alum and he's going up against like his uh, the the school that he loves deep down in his heart. So he's just trying to make it easier for for Jackson State to be able to to have success. You know. Do you remember uh, Darius Rice who played at Miami? Yes. So he brought him on as an assistant coach uh, before the season. What do you think Darius Rice is thinking right now? Oh man, um, life was a lot better when he was in uh, when he was in Miami than uh, when he was in Coral Gables than when he was in the Mississippi Delta. <laughs> I mean, this is awful, absolutely awful. So yeah, I, I really like Grambling here. Um, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If yeah. if Lindsey Hunter and Darius Rice right now played on this Mississippi Valley State team, do you think that they would be better than they are? Yeah, I think they'd, they'd beat Grambling. I think they'd beat Grambling today, yes. Lindsey Hunter's like 50, isn't he? How old is he? Yeah, probably mid Yeah, maybe mid-40s. Let's he's, he's probably pretty old. All right, let's keep it moving. We don't need to talk this long about Grambling and Mississippi Valley State. Just fade the Delta Devils every chance. Good call. Lindsey Hunter is 50. Told you. Nice. So that's going to be my only good call of the day on this podcast. Yeah, probably true. Probably true. All right. We'll start in, in order here. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the Georgia Tech-Louisville game. Uh, two o'clock tip-off. Georgia Tech playing really, really, really good basketball lately. Josh Pastner and the Shield have it going, period. 
Um, the fighting face shields have it going. Um, yeah, so like what Georgia Tech does is they have two really good tough guards. They have a kid named Moses Wright that plays uh, at the five that is athletic, that blocks everything, that rebounds everything, that dunks every single thing that he gets his hands on. Um, a really fun player, probably the most athletic guy uh, that is going to be playing in this game. Um, and the key to me is going to be like, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like if, if, if Louisville's not getting shooting, right, and they're running all these ball screens for Carly Jones and David Johnson, there's not any space for them to do anything coming off of these ball screens. Uh, the interesting thing will be is that Georgia Tech plays this like they go to this 3-2 kind of matchup zone, um, kind of like a – I don't want to call it a junkie defense, but it's not really um, – I don't know. It's something that, that Josh Pastor throws at you to kind of mess you up because it's just hard to figure those defenses out. Uh, and it messed up Florida State the other day. Um, it messed up Virginia for a while. So that's something that's interesting to keep an eye on here. I don't – like it, it's it's tough to run uh, ball screens against matchup, um, matchup zones uh, that, that don't – have to leave the paint to go uh, to go defend the three point line. I, I just worry, honestly. I just worry about the fact that how reliant on on those two guards Louisville is. And if one of them has an off night, they don't win. Like they they really don't win. Like Carly can't have an off night. David Johnson can't really have an off night. Um, or you see what happens. And I, I just think Georgia Tech they're a better overall basketball team. They are. They're a better team now. Again. If you're picking players, you're probably picking Carleek and David Johnson, number one and two. But, man, Alvarado is a MFer. He is an absolute MFer. Like, He's so we really wanted him out of high school. I kind of remember when Josh got him. There was a lot of, like, mid-major plus and, and low-major. Um, Do you know who was on his AAU team? What's that? Do you know who was on his AAU team? I can't remember. Uh, Hamadou Diallo. Yeah. Um, Jordan Wara. Was on his AAU team, and they had another center that I'm blanking on. That was a uh, like a four or five star high major kid. Uh, it, yeah, I, I just, it'll come back to me. I might, don't love it. Might, it might have been right Maybe not. No, he might be. He. I don't know. Anyway, keep going. I, yeah, I just don't have a great feel for this game. Like, there's other games I like better. Um, if I was going to do anything, I'd probably take the money line and take Georgia Tech. To be honest. If I was going to do anything, but I don't, I don't love it any which way. Um, my my only concern is that Georgia Tech is like it's a really nice letdown spot for Georgia Tech because they're coming off of that big win over Florida State at home, and now they're going on the road. And then Louisville is uh, is um, coming off of like they've lost three of their last four. Uh, they just got beat up a little bit on uh, um, when do they play? Yeah, they're just they're just not Thursday that night? good drop. Yeah, and now the, they they got beat up on the road by uh, they had the loss to Clemson. I think that was our last game, and then they're now they're coming home. Um, yep. So like it's a good buy low, sell high spot, but like I don't want to. One, I'm not making any picks today, and two, um, I'm not. Uh, I, I would not. Both of this this is just a weird spot. It, it, even if I was making picks, this would be a pure stay away from me. Yeah, no, the, the one I like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll run through the high majors first, and then I'll, I'll run through the mids I like. Uh, I like Duke, given 10.5 here. I got them at 10.5. Miami is falling apart. Now, they were banged up before, but now not only are they banged up, now they got guys leaving. You know, Matt Cross, Harold the freshman, kind of mutual decision from what I'm told. You know, Miami wanted them gone. 
but I think he wanted to be gone too. So I think it was a little bit of a mutual decision, but he was like a top 75 player coming out of high school and, and shooting the hell out of the ball this year. So they played their last game with six scholarship guys, Rob. And I, I believe um, one of them left the game due to injury at the end of the game with an ankle injury. So, you know, they got Cam Augusti, who's been in and out of the lineup all year. Hurt, he's back. Your front line is like Anthony Walker and Deng Gak. Like, that's not what you want. And, and again, to me, Duke's feeling good about themselves right now. Um, they're playing really good basketball. This is only going to help their confidence. And if they have a chance to run this shit up against Miami, they're going to run this shit up against Miami. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Chris likes um, – No, he's no, he's not playing. I bet yeah. he doesn't play the, this year. Like, I think I think a lot of these guys are done for the year. It wouldn't surprise me if Likes doesn't play, if Timberlake shuts it down. Obviously, Timberlake's got a shoulder thing that, that's going on that, that's a little bit more serious, I think, than people um, yeah. people realize. Like, he's he's – We'll see how that ends up going up for go working out for him, but it, like I think that there's some actual concern there. Um, the the Stony Brook, Brook transfer is going to be a game time decision. Like it's just it's bad. Look, it's bad there. If if Miami had been at full strength, like that's a team that legitimately could have competed for the ACC title this season. But like they're just they're just devastated by injury. They, you know what they might have to do? Chris Caputo played point guard for a Division three program up in Massachusetts, Westfield State, right? If he has any eligibility left, like Jim Laranega might have to, to to dust off the old shoes and, and put yeah. Caputo out there, let him run the point. Like, well, you're running out of bodies. Hey, I wonder how many games today are going to be. I, I, I'm just thinking out loud as I watch uh, the snow kind of come in here in Boston. I wonder how many of these games are, are going to be canceled due to due to weather today. You know, they hyped up how big this storm was going to be for us, and they said like eighteen to twenty-four inches. Like it's right now, it's sleeting outside. There's you can still see the grass like poking out of the top of wow. the snow. So like it just it, it completely shut down for us. I think that the rain pushed up a little bit higher than they realized, and I think farther north, like they're just getting pounded. But you should do weather picks from now on instead of of, of college basketball picks. You should be a weather. Uh, you know, did you see my Did you see my report yesterday? Yeah, it was a good report. Not as good as Fanta's, but it was good. Um, yeah, I broke a little bit of news there. All right, anyway, let's uh, let's keep it moving. So you like Duke? Um, I'm not making. I, I like pick, Duke, but, but uh, wow. I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that decision. The best game of the day is clearly Oklahoma Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Clearly, not even close. And uh, I'm told Oklahoma is going to be without those two guys again, Austin Reeves and Alondis Williams. <laughs> they looked pretty good without him last time, uh, beating up on on Alabama. Uh, but I like Texas Tech here. I, I do. I understand, like, in a way, you can make a case that they're better with, with Davion Harmon having the ball in his hands as much as he did because Austin Reeves, when he is playing, does dominate the ball. But I just think you're down two starters. You caught Alabama at the right time. Texas Tech is not the type of team that takes anybody um, lightly, right? That's not Chris Beard at all. So I, I think they're going to be up for this one. I think they're, they're going to need this one. Um, you know, they got away with one over the weekend against Will Wade and LSU, Texas Tech, you can make a case for. And I, I think six and a half is a little high for me. A little high. Like, can Oklahoma play with them and cover? Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Texas Tech in this one. My only concern with that is Texas Tech's, like, they're, they're two really big wins this season. We're both – kind of fluky where like they didn't play well yeah. but they made made plays down the stretch to kind of 
to to get the win. Like it happened against Texas. I think that they were down. What was it? Like they were down ten in the second half against Texas, and they came back to win that game. Um, they were down seven with a minute left, and were basically gifted a win yeah. uh, at LSU. Um, and other than that, like they they have a win at Oklahoma earlier this year, but that like that's 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 their big wins of the season. So. Um, that is a little bit concerning to me. Now, on the other hand, like this is also, if you want to talk about like the perfect sell high spots for anybody in the country, like this is the best sell high spot that we're going to get all season long. Oklahoma won four games against top 10 teams um, in the month of January. Uh, a couple of those games were against shorthanded teams. A couple of them were situations where a team like Kansas was overrated as a top 10 team. And that win is better than what it uh, uh, looks better than what it actually is. Um, they are coming off of a game where they kind of surprised uh, Alabama in terms of who was going to be in the lineup. So Alabama prepared for them to play one way. They played a completely different way. I think that probably played a little bit of, of a role in what happened on Saturday as well. You got a short turnaround, and again, Oklahoma is going to be shorthanded. Texas Tech ain't going to be surprised by who's on the floor this week. Uh, so I don't know. I can talk myself into either side of this line. Um, but if you're taking Texas Tech, then then I'm I'm, I'm not making any picks today. I'm riding with you. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take them. I don't I don't love it. It's, I don't love it as much as I like uh, Duke uh, or Grambling. That's for sure. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just because it's gonna be the only game on. Uh, I feel like I gotta go somewhere with it. Uh, all right, a couple more that I like, uh, and then we'll we'll kind of call it a day here. Uh, I like Missouri State. They got pounded by Loyola yesterday. First half, absolutely got thrashed. And uh, and they got to play again today in, in in the rematch. Loyola is really good. We know that they might be the best team in the, in the valley. They might be better than Drake. You know, Drake barely came away with a win against a crappy Illinois State game uh, team. Uh, ended up winning uh, to stay unbeaten. But I think there's a case to be made that Loyola is the best team in the valley. Um, Missouri State's talented. They played them. They played them about even in the second half, Rob. And that's kind of what I'm going on here is that Dana Ford and Missouri State feel good. He can use that. Hey, we, we figured things out a little bit in the second half. We got off to an awful, awful start. And uh, they're getting eight. So I kind of like it. You know, yeah, this is, a, this is a perfect, like, back-to-back fade yeah. the, the first game result right. situation, right? Like, um, yeah. it's at Missouri State. They just got embarrassed. Like, this yeah. is the, 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 the quintessential, like, pride spot. You're playing at home. Back to back against Loyola Chicago, best team in the league. Yep. So then I'm going to fade two, two teams that I believe I'm just going to fade the rest of the season. Okay. Um, we'll start with with S I U E S I U E S I U Edwardsville. Why can't I ever do that? There you go. So bad. So bad. Anyway, Brian Baroni's schedule is absolutely ridiculous the rest of the way. It's like, I think they play every other day. Every other day the rest of the season, they play. And they got Austin P today. So, like, it sets up for me perfectly. Oh, no. Right. I mean, let's go P. Oh, no. Yes, yes. I'm following, I'm telling you today, so I got to take what you're taking. But, like, oh, does let's this mean I have on Austin P? All yeah. right. I got, some, I got some betting on Austin P today. You are. You really are. Let's Very go talented. P. Terry Taylor is going to be a monster today, as he always is. Uh, SIU Edwardsville has played. Can I, can I ask you a question? Do you remember yeah. who was the guy? Who was the that office linebacker guy? Was his name Terry Taylor? 
think so. That's what you think of when you see Terry Taylor. Somebody just coming across, zipping across, and just laying laying somebody out. Laying somebody out in an office. I I don't know if it was Terry Taylor. Somebody somebody will probably know that, but it sounds right. It sounds right. So I'm I'm going Austin P here, giving the five and a half. And similarly, uh, I'm going Murray State against Simo. Simo has also played both Southern Illinois and Simo have played Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So if if you're keeping track of that, Rob, that's every other day, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. So every other day, um, four games in 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 eight days. That's a lot. That's a lot. And who's at uh, Murray State? Now? Is that Matt McMahon? Yeah, Matt McMahon's still at Murray State, and you got, you got, got better some good players. You can never ever fade the fighting Matt McMahon's. Well, I mean, remember when I did. I don't know if you remember this. I did, and and John Morant came at me on Twitter earlier this year because you faded, you faded the fighting Matt Matt McMahon's. I did. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was not a it was not one of my finer moments. But then they they lost the next game. They really haven't been very good, Murray yep. State. They're uh, they're four and six in league play, seven and eight overall. Um, really, Tevin Brown's had just an okay year. You know, he was supposed to be an all-league guy. He's just been okay. So, I don't know. I just feel like, again, you know, you look at, at you know, SEMO, um, SIU, Edwardsville. SIU, Edwardsville is four and two in the league. Wow. It's pretty impressive for Brian Baroni. But I'm going to fade both of them. And uh, I think that's all I got. Those are, what, six six for what – about, What about Drake? Drake uh, hung on to beat Illinois State yesterday. It was the first time all season that they didn't cover. Um, and now they are playing Illinois State again today. You don't think Dan Muller has their? You don't think Dan Muller has their number? I don't think anything today. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't have. Any, I don't have any opinions today. Well, that's it's going to help a lot of people that are watching this stream. That's what that's going to do. And everybody money that's been them profiting for fading me. So I mean, Illinois State's two and eight. They're awful this year. They're absolutely awful. But 17 and a half. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to go with it, I'd, I'd go Drake again. You're probably going to convince me to. I'm, no, I'm not convinced. I'm not saying any, I have no opinions on anything. Right. I mean, opinions. I'm just yeah, offering up information. I would go, I would go Drake if I was going to go Drake. Any anything here. And and I kind of like it. And again, I kind of like Georgia Tech in the money line, but neither one enough. Oh, the other one I kind of like. Is uh, Wofford against East? I love it. Six and a half. That's high. It's a high number. I should have done every SWAT game today. You know that? Should have. I might. I might check my bet spurts. I might pick every SWAT game today. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some research. I'm not quite ready to do it now, Rob. But I, I think I'm gonna get there and and work on it today. I got a little bit of time. I'm gonna take some time. Do some research on these SWAT games. And uh, so check bet spurts. I'm going to be, it's all swack. What did you call it? Swaction? Swaction. Swaction. Yeah. It's all about swaction today. 